fantastic. Orange is the new president. If Ivanka were my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. China! Everybody knows what I'm saying is true. Hey, Elijah. Hey, Steve. How are you doing, man? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Fan-freaking-tastic. <laughs> oh, why, why, why such positivity, man? Well, because, you know, here we are. We're, we're 300 and something days away from the 2020 election, and, mm. and uh, Donald Trump's on the ropes. He's ready. He's about to go down. No, it's gonna be, no, 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 Steve. You, no? I, I don't know what, what news you're listening <laughs> to, but... All the polls say that he has an incredible, favorable ratings. Um, He's in good shape. But the economy's failing. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, no, the economy's doing just fine. Look, he's created more jobs than any president in the United States. Ever. 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 I mean, honestly... And this this is just kind of my opinion, a little projecting out here, but I'm a firm believer uh, that those in different galaxies, dimensions, are looking at the work that this man has done. It's almost godly. You're talking about interdimensional envy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the envy of the multiverse. Well, you think Trump. I'm crazy, but look, they, they're we're oh, making. I don't think you're crazy. They're making a lot of trips out to Area 51. Oh man! Um, so, so I think we are the envy of the universe. Well, that said, important question: Donald uh-huh. Trump, Illuminati, or or outsider? Well, he's. I mean. I, I don't know what you view the second coming of Jesus Christ as, but um, wherever you want to put him in. Oh, good Lord. So anyway, so this, let's, get, let's get our audience caught up for anybody who's been living under a rock. Um, the, uh, for the last couple of weeks, the Republicans, uh, a couple of weeks ago, were bitching that the, um, the uh, impeachment hearings, which, by the way, these these initial hearings by the House Judiciary and House uh, Security Oversight Committees, yeah. um, what the stage of this thing that they're in was sort of like a grand jury mm-hmm. in a criminal investigation, meaning they were gathering evidence to see if there was a case or not. Right. Um, both of those committees have Republican members on them. Of course, the Republican members are a minority in those uh, because they are the minority of the House of Representatives, so yep. they, that's how that worked. Um, Republicans led by Matt Gates, who I'd never heard of before, but he's, Matt Gates is like, I heard him described as, it's as though a frat paddle came to life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they stormed um, what's called a well, skiff. Well, they didn't right? really storm. They, they walked. They walked into a meeting that they were... Allowed into to begin with. Yeah, mo- uh, some of the some of those people who were in the crowd, yeah, uh, c- carrying pitchforks and cell phones, uh, <laughs> they they were actually members of those committees. Yeah, so they stormed the the, the meetings they were invited to. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they put on this show of of that that the, this was going on behind closed doors. It's a and of course Trump is screaming it's unconstitutional when the very word impeachment and the process of impeachment only exists within the context of the. Uh, constitution. It can't be an unconstitutional impeachment because, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so last week, I think it was about a week ago, last Thursday, the um, 
the House took a vote to make public the rest of their discovery hearings. And Republicans tried to vote it down because <laughs> they asked for it. So now they didn't want it because right, they, right. they were getting what they wanted. And no, way, no better way to piss them off than to give them what they want because they don't want it anymore. Yeah. Or some fucking thing I don't understand. So anyway, it's just – it's down to the level of, of yahana'a. <laughs> well, well, yeah, look, look see, and, and, and I mean, you're right, and which is, which is why I would kind of broach the subject of, look, we, we've already been down this road with, with Bob Mueller, right? Robert Mueller, mm-hmm. this was a waste of taxpayers' money. Clearly. Uh, which there, there was no collusion. With, there was no collusion with Russia. None. No, there may have been some interference, maybe. But look, this this as long as this pertains to Donald Trump, um, <laughs> these have been nothing but witch hunts. It's and, a nothing burger, right? Nothing and burger. the real witch hunt we missed out on was uh, the the day after election uh, <laughs> night in two thousand and eight, <laughs> when we really should have gone out with a noose and hung that Muslim piece of shit. Did That's you, the real witch hunt that we still to this day need to go after. Did he have a server? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he did have a birth certificate. Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> and taxes. And taxes. And a tan suit and oh, brown gosh. mustard. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I saw this thing going, I forget, somewhere. Uh, there was this great little thing, the, the, the great Obama scandal, date night. Do you remember the date night scandal? I don't. He, he and Michelle went to New York City, and they saw, uh, I think they saw Hamilton, mm. and then they went out to dinner. And Fox yeah. News just about lost their minds because taxpayers' dollars were being spent on Secret Service and Air Force One, and they were absolutely losing their shit yeah. about how dare the Obamas. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at Mar-a-Lago... <laughs> <laughs> A few cocktails in. Oh, good Lord. It's yeah, a, it's absolutely, it's absolutely Asinine. ridiculous. Um, so, <clears throat> so here's here's the thing. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that's happened in the last couple of weeks that should make Democrats really happy, right? Make make liberal people, anti-Trumpers, really happy. But I'm, and and that is the whistleblower and and all of the corroboration of what was said in that phone call, um, over and over again. Other people who were actually on the call, ear witnesses, is there such thing? Mm-hmm. Ear witnesses have come forward, including uh, Sondland, who is the yep. Trump administration's EU ambassador, who, who changed his yes. story. Misremembered. I misremembered. Yeah. There you go. Is that one of the um, one of the Miss America contestants? Miss. That was that, and that was. Uh, I think that there was a, a baseball player who. <laughs> you want to talk about the biggest? One of the biggest waste of taxpayers' money. Let's get a bunch of juiced. Up athletes <laughs> into Washington D.C. There you go. You know, Nats fans. Yeah, they were really pushing weight, <laughs> really pushing some serious weight of of irrelevant oh, steroids. God. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, oh, what else? Donald Trump uh, at yeah. Nats yeah. game uh, last week uh, booed right yeah. the game at the World it's Series. Pretty, pretty bad when you um, you kill one of the world's most number one target. You know, yeah. wanted. Targets and, and no the, one cares. Yeah, on the same day, you <laughs> the most wanted terrorist, the most wanted terrorist on the planet, and no one gives a <laughs> shit. By the way, Baghdadi, who who names their their kid after a fucking city? You know, look, look, I I, I get. I'm from I, Boston. I know girls named Chelsea. I get, I get, <laughs> and Lynn. 
I get Georgia. Okay. I get Montana. Sure. But but Baghdadi. <laughs> and 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 there's the and he's he's from what Iraq. Yeah, he's. Did I think someone he's check his fucking birth certificate? <laughs> I mean, gosh. It's like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> He's actually from, from uh, Cleveland, I think. You know, there's uh, I know a, uh, oh, a a Dallas that lives in Austin. What? Yeah, I know. How's that? How is that even allowed? Yeah, Baghdadi. So here's you know, poor Trump. You got to feel bad for the guy. No, you don't. But anyway, he's such a narcissist. It's everything is so much about him trying to please someone. Yeah. I wonder what his mother was like. I'd like to meet her. So here's a funny thing. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but his mother was a Scottish, uh, Scottish immigrant and a Presbyterian. Mm. And uh, my mother was uh, Northern Irish, Scots Irish, Protestant Presbyterian. Uh, I know what it's like to be raised by one of these people. And yeah, you, you're never adequate. You're never, you're never good enough. But that's okay. We we go, Donald. What you do is you get yourself a therapist and you work your way through it. Do the work, or you just do the work. pull yourself up by those bootstraps and that's you it. get to work. That's it. But uh, yeah, so he he makes the announcement. He's going on and on. He also has a he also has some real ambivalent thoughts about dogs, yeah. because Al Baghdadi died like a dog. But one of the heroes of the story was also a dog. So dogs are good and bad at the same time. And by the way, to, to, in case anybody missed it, he, he clarified it was a canine, which our beloved leader calls a dog. Did um, you hear the speech? Yeah, I did. Oh, good God. A canine, which I like to call a dog. And surprisingly, <laughs> the special forces unit, units did not knock on the front door and say, hey, let us in. <laughs> Oddly, um, it, I don't know if it was right of our president to to reveal such such uh, uh, tactics mean, that way. It's, it's pretty big time right there. So over the weekend, in honor of this raid, uh, I gave a, a, a second or third watch to uh, Zero Dark Thirty, mm. uh, and I was I was waiting for the part in Zero Dark Thirty when the Navy SEALs would no, knock on the front door, yeah. and they also did not. So I think it's time for us to start a petition against the rude behavior yeah. of our special forces. We should be baking cookies. Knock. Yeah. Right, knock and bring a pie yeah. and say hi. We're D- here. Is, is this is so and so's Baghdadi is here? That, is Mister Baghdadi home? Yeah. These cookies are for him. Yeah. He can have a cookie. Then we're going to shoot him. We're going to launch a canine, them. which we yeah. like to call a dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! There may be some structural damage to the building. <laughs> Structural damage. Did you see the pictures? <laughs> I have not yet. But clearly, like somebody had a whole lot of bombs lying around. Uh, Let's use all of that. these. It is like a bowl of dust. That's all that's left. It's insane what they did. But they used a, a brand new missile system. That's um, one of the first times it's been hauled out. I forget what it's called. The joint joint tactical. We needed that missile. Why? Because we gotta blow shit up, man. Oh, right, right, right. We gotta blow things up. So there's J Dams, which is a, a guided bomb, which is a, which is uh, it, it, one of the things about J Dams is that uh, it can, works across services. So the the uh, army units on the ground can call in J Dams strikes. They usually have Air Force personnel embedded with them for this purpose. But if they don't, the J Dams can work with army communications and targeting equipment. And this is a J Sams, which is a missile version of the same thing. And that's what they used. And by the looks of the pictures, they use something like 300 of them because the place is just, just powdered sugar. <laughs> that's it. That's all that's left. Um, so yeah, that, that, there we go. Well, we got 
El Baghdadi. I mean, of course, ISIS has replaced him immediately with, yeah. with someone else. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I'm waiting to hear more details of the El Baghdadi raid because it looked to me like, um, with the little that I know about it, uh, watching the military sites, it was a hail mary. Hmm. It was a we think he might be there, but we're going to lose the ability to operate within Syria pretty soon. Yeah. So let's see what we can do before we go. And they sent uh, a rather, for these kinds of raids, they sent a, a relatively small force. Hmm. Um, you're talking like 30, you're, you know, maybe, maybe 15, 15, 20 operators will go into the compound to yeah. do the killing. And then you'll have another 10 to 15 outside as security. Um, and that's pretty much because smaller units, fewer aircraft, moving yeah. faster, Less command control communications. Everything is easier to, to handle with a smaller unit. There, I think I heard they, they. First of all, they used Chinook helicopters, which I don't know if anybody knows what those are, but it looks. It's basically a school bus with a rotor at the front and a rotor at the back. It's a twin rotor, and it's giant. And these things hold about twenty plus troops in them. That's a lot. They sent something like fifteen of them. That's a lot of people for a special forces raid. That's a big footprint for special forces raids. They just don't use that many people normally. So I'm curious to see, you know, what was the makeup of the force? Was it, you know, who, who, what units were involved and in what capacities? And so what, what I struggle with, right, is like this, this is, you know, I, I imagine this is in the dead of night over mm-hmm. there. Usually. Um, yeah, that's right. another thing, actually. They did it at, the, these, um, these helicopters took off at 5 p.m. It was awfully early in the day for this kind right. of thing. Well, you know, daylight savings, you know, <laughs> that is sorry. a big thing around sorry, here. Sorry, Albag Daddy. <laughs> um, daylight savings. I, I just, if it is supposed to be so secretive, I mean, there's no way that these things are silent. So you mean oh, to tell me yeah, a lot. that 15 choppers doesn't alert some fucking stupid Muslim kid over there? <laughs> it makes a lot of noise. I mean... It makes a lot of how noise. How do you not... Yeah, how do you not know this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Especially these, like the uh, Zero Dark Thirty, the Bin Laden raid, they use special stealth-capable helicopters. Yeah. Um, it's, but these are not. These are not... These are the least stealthy helicopters you can find. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing, we'll, we'll get into... Certain, yeah. but, but I just... I, I was so struck um, when I was watching uh, Trump's uh, press conference... They had. They were cutting back to. I think you know some local TV stations yeah. uh, over over you know near Syria and whatnot. Mm. And I didn't even know they had TV over there. I didn't realize that they were that advanced. But um, the camel races. Yeah. What What I don't understand is why they read backwards. <laughs> Their shit scrolls well, the wrong way. That's what's wrong with these people. Are I you mean, listening, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, how stupid can you be? If you're not reading American language, read, read properly. Um, I'm just saying. Yeah, read that, that's just. I just. I, I had a huge issue with that. <laughs> but in any event, uh, I, 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 I do think you know. I mean, you are right. It is. It is a lot of people. Uh, yeah, it's an it's an unusual way to do a raid, and I, I will find out as details emerge over time, in the inevitable movie that will be made of it that. Um, I really do think that they weren't, they weren't sure what they were getting into, so they just threw everything they had at it, right. figuring, well, let, let's just overkill. Uh, good, you good. Mission accomplished. Right. Bring our boys home now. And and speaking of uh, <clears throat> the boys, the troops, it is uh, Veterans Veterans Day. Ah, uh, uh, good. Monday. Next Monday, yes, eleven eleven. And, 11/11. and um, I think it's been so pretty well documented on on our podcast that we uh, certainly support. 
the veterans and yes, what they do. Absolutely. Um, and the sacrifices they've made. Uh, however, uh, we've also been very clear and vocal about, uh, I think, our country's exploitation mm-hmm. of troops. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so I think, I think it's, you know, as... We do these parades and, and interviews and whatnot. I think it's it's all great and all, but I'm just waiting for our country to put their money where their mouth is and, um, you know, for, for being so prideful of our military, we seem to have a lot of issues with the VA, um, well, homeless yeah. jobs. Sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think um, I really, I'm, I personally am getting really tired of uh, politicians but also the NFL. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, that started. I saw I saw an NFL game uh, last weekend in November, and all the camo and right, you know, brick putting veterans out there. And I'm sure these guys, the, the women who they bring out there, are football fans and are honored to be made sure. a part of it. And that's good, good for you individually. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm getting a little tired of 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 them rolling out active duty and veterans yeah. to sell product, you know, to ex- exploit. Our service um, and their service to to you know some, I don't know what the NFL has to do with patriotism. Those are those are for profit ventures owned individually by people that it's, it's not an arm of the United States government or military in any way, and they they just use military people to sell shit to you. Yeah. And uh, no, and it, it it starts with product, but it, it goes all the way to ideas. Yeah, uh, you know, ideas are being sold to people, and you wrap it wrap it in the troops, and all of a sudden it becomes a valid idea that's unassailable now, right? Right, because right. the troops, right, right, you know. guilty men buying them, right, um, and yet these same troops are homeless on the streets somewhere, not making any veterans, of that profit. On average, 22 veterans a day commit suicide in the United States, right? They're not being treated properly for PTSD and, and, and physical brain injury. One of the things, this is what we should do a special cast on this one of these days, Elijah. Um, the nature of, of the war in Afghanistan and Iraq is that most of the, most of the um, attacks are done by IED, improvised um, munitions. <clears throat> I almost said IUD. That's a different thing. Uh, <laughs> Slightly different. It's, it's a different kind of attack altogether. Yeah. But yeah, IUDs, uh, improvised explosive devices that are at roadsides, and the blasts, the armor that the, tr- the troops wear these days is pretty good, and the helmets are really good. But what it does is it channels a lot of the blast en- energy up under the skull and around it. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot of concussive injury. And... Um, these guys are coming home with severe personality changes because of the massive level of concussion that they're getting. Um, and they're not getting the care that they need. And so many of them, sadly, are taking their own lives. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, before you wrap the flag around Mountain Dew or some bullshit, how about yeah. helping that, well, help, well, putting that, some money towards helping that out? Yeah, and, and on top of that, even if even of those who are getting treated, it still just plays into the cyclical... Um, greed of pharmaceutical companies. Oh, that's the other thing, right? We're, um, we're still, we are dropping people into this system rather than improving the system. I have this great story, and I, I have to find out some details, but um, of a doctor out in California who had found a way, a, 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 as I just said, a lot of brain injury in some guys, uh, 
while they're physically okay, are, are being driven into coma by, by brain injury, concussive brain injury. And this guy found a treatment by which he could get guys out of comas within, they've been in comas for years, he's getting them up and out of them within a few weeks of treatment. Yeah. But the treatment doesn't involve any particular pharmaceutical or, or whatever the, whatever he's doing is not patentable, not saleable. Right. And so he can't get any funding hmm. to research and apply it. It's like, dude, can we get, you know, throw some money at this just to get these guys out of comas? No, 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 we can't, we can't do that, Steve. I mean, we, 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 we love to parade them out there, but we can't, no, 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 when, when push comes to shove, we <coughs> need to make the tax break for, well, yeah. it's one of the problems with, with America, the American form of capitalism is that it, it is, it's a snake that eats its own tail yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. right? Yep. Jonas Salk created the polio, famously created the polio vaccine and gave it away. Yeah. Right? Gave it away. Uh, Volvo, you know the three-point safety harness that's in every car now? Mm-hmm. It's your seatbelts, yeah. the shoulder belt. You know that was invented by Volvo? You know they did not patent it. They gave it freely to any mm-hmm. other car manufacturer for the purpose of saving lives. Can you imagine it? Mm, today I can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> it happened. Both of these things happened in the uh, 50s and 60s. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone doing that today. Yeah. And why not? Bill Gates, did you Bill Gates mad at Elizabeth Warren? No, I did see that. She's going to cost him $100, million, $100 billion yeah. because she wants to tax him a little bit. Now, look, so, so <laughs> I, um, I am in favor of some form of, of taxing the wealthy. But, but um, I think that we first – so my whole thing with, with these taxes that are being talked about uh, – by Democratic candidates, first of all, they're being blown way out, way out of proportion by by the right. As, as I would expect, nothing less. It's right. just the reality. Right. But and I think that we are focusing too much on the individual earner um, as as a tax rather than corporate taxes mm-hmm. in general. I agree. And so, I am a firm believer that all corp- corporations need to pay their fair share. Amazon needs to. Straight for example, up. needs to pay mm-hmm. their corporate taxes. But then when I look at an individual, as long as I know that funds can be slushed around it yet, but, right. but for all intents and purposes, we'll just use Jeff Bezos, for example, here. I have no problem with Mr. Bezos earning billions of dollars a year because he found he was able to found a company right. that we almost everyone out there uses. Right. Um, this, is, this is a book talking about how the nefarious plot by Jeff Bezos not to pay taxes. You can get it on Amazon. Oh. <laughs> huh. Uh. There's nothing he won't sell. No. <laughs> so he, he, he created something that didn't exist, that we didn't know we needed it, and when it showed up, right. we needed it. Right. And he's a billionaire because of it. Right. And so I have no pr- and, and I and I do, I really struggle when, when someone like Elizabeth Warren or I don't know. If, I, I I distinctly remember Elizabeth Warren saying this, but I, um, I'm sure Bernie might have similar sentiments that you know no one needs billions of dollars. Mm. And for me, that's incredibly subjective. That you know, do right. you know who? Do Do you need billions of dollars to survive? N- no, clearly not. No, no. <clears throat> but. Um, look, it, it's it's your prerogative. It's a it's an individual's prerogative if they want to set up generational wealth. If they want to buy ten Bugattis, I don't really care. That's mm. your, that's your money. You earned it. 
pay, you know, if it's a flat tax. I don't know what, what this the uh, Yeah, I don't know is, what the nominal tax rate of uh, at $100 billion right. is. I but probably yeah, won't ever find out. Yeah, I, I hope to. Uh, but if, you, if this podcast should get us there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have $100 billion to split. <laughs> Uh, if every one of our listeners could send in a billion dollars each, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. Um, the pod you, can, going. you can send that to you. Uh, what was what was Biden's website? Three eight one three eight. Yeah, you can send it there. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you. Listen, what, I don't know what the nominal tax rate is on on a hundred billion dollars, but if Bill Gates, if Microsoft paid its corporate taxes, if Bill Gates paid his personal income taxes, yeah. um, and he doesn't have shelters and 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 breakaways that we don't have access to if he paid his fair share in taxes and he has 100 million left over at the end of the day god bless him good for him mm-hmm. i don't have a problem with that um what do you think of elizabeth warren's one cent on every dollar over 50 million yeah what do you think of that was so it's one cent or two it was one or two one cents two, yeah. let's 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 make it two cents yeah two cents on every dollar you're talking about a 0.2% nominal tax rate on dollar on every dollar over $50 million. Um, It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's a little money to each person who's taxed that way, but it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I, I would like to... So first I want to see what, we, what, could, be net, what, could, what, what could be netted mm. from a corporate tax. First yeah, a, fa- a fair and evenly distributed corporate tax right. that everybody paid. Right. And then... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, and then look at a, a right. you know, the personal tax. Um, I don't know. It's hard mm. to say. Yeah. Um, I think something needs to be done. Uh, personally, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of on, on your side though. I, I tend, we, we've talked about this before. I guess I'm, I struggle to see what the problem is with a, a flat yeah but listen we're gonna here we go we're gonna go out on a limb here you you start talking flat tax and people think that you're you know you you must have heard that when you were visiting area 51 they think you're crazy yeah but in all honesty i see i don't see one single thing wrong um with a flat tax let's pick a number at random 15 percent. it's kind of a lot but let's say 15 for the sake of a playable number you make 12 thousand dollars a year but you're below the poverty level 15 percent you make twelve hundred billion dollars a year 15 percent that's it yeah we now the first objection to it is all cpas are out of business tough yeah (laughs) tough what's the person what's the true percentage yeah what's (laughs) well i mean what's the truth what's the percentage of this population that's that are cpas yeah, right. yeah, I don't know. Right. I don't, so, I don't, so, I don't so, know. And I don't mean, I mean, these are people's lives. I but, get right. it. But, but. Exactly. Uh, yeah. We, we but should the, not need, this is a position that should not have been needed in the first place. We should not, should not have right. all these tax codes and deductions. Right. right. So it, it shouldn't so be as complica- complex as it is. And CPAs have other purposes. Yeah, besides, absolutely. Besides yeah. filing taxes. I uh, can't think of one now. No, but. no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creating uh, annual <laughs> reports for for uh, companies, yeah. um, helping helping companies to to manage their money properly. No, they have a lot. So, of, they so have a lot of other things th- they can do. Not really, tax. but it's okay. Uh, it, 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 not, I'm trying to make. I'm, I'm trying to be Republican about it. I'm trying to make something up to make them feel better. Right? Yeah, just um. like all those coal miners <laughs> down in West Virginia. Yeah. Oh, what about, and what if we extended the, the 
listen, how about Citizens United, a uh, landmark decision that said that a corporation is a person. Right. Okay. 15% flat tax on all um, corporations, yeah. too. Deductions? No. Yeah. Uh, tax shelters, no. Different kinds of taxation, like if you inherit money that's taxed, no. Money from real estate investment, no. Money from stock investment, no. 15% of every dime you make, no matter how you make it, send it in. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. That's it. And then there's no way out of it. No. No matter what. Except for when I use my wealthy presidential friend to help right, exactly. offload some of this cash to you know, an offshore bank right. account. And, right, exactly. And all, and all that noise. And all yeah. that all that That's crazy go. noise. And trusts and trusts that own trusts and irrevocable trusts that are that are trustees for other irrevocable yeah, trusts. Yeah, and if you want to go out and create a dual or multi-citizenship, there's got to be some penalty against that where, you know, if you're doing that to, to send money offshore to somewhere else, yeah. you should forfeit your citizenship. That, that shit's illegal, as it turns out. But good luck in, you know, prosecuting them. Right, it, it's, right. It's impossible to find them. It's impossible to prosecute them. Um, but yeah, I think I think it would be it would be tremendously equitable to just have a flat across the board. And the, I know the arguments against it already. Well, you will. Why should people invest? Because the you know the money that they make will be taxed at the same rate as their regular income. Why would you invest to increase the amount of money that you yeah. have? End of day. That's that. It's, an inv- it's still an investment. Right. It's still you're still exactly. investing. Exactly. Exactly. It, you know you want to you want to spur on. It, it, it allows for some some interesting things you could play with. Like for instance, if you invest in green energy, yeah, any money you make within the first ten years of that investment, tax free. Yeah. Or if you any money that you invest and you wait until you're retired to to cash it out tax free. Yeah. Tax free. Absolutely. Or lower ta- lower nominal tax rate for people who are retired. Right. So it's fifteen percent for everybody, but for you, it's seven percent. Yeah, you know, I, I like this. I think, I think what we're doing here. I think we should create a whole new tax code. Let's just rewrite the rules three in pages. favor. <laughs> I, I was thinking three million, uh, as it should. Now, I, you know, I think that it should only be in favor of 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 someone like you and I. Mm. Um, period. Mm-hmm. Just just the two of us. Uh, <laughs> it should help you and me. That's Everybody it. else can go Everyone, fuck themselves. All these other peasants <laughs> around here, you know, they need to go You're out. on your own, people. You're yeah. on your own. Yeah. You're absolutely on your own. Uh, but uh, who was, oh, I'm trying to remember. There was a Republican presidential candidate back in 20, in the, in the primaries in 08 and then he popped up again. He's an African American gentleman, and I think he owns um, Little Caesars Pizza. Oh, Herm- I, that, that's Herman. Oh, Kane, not Kane. Um, Herman Kane? Was is it Herman? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kane. That's it. I'm yep. sorry. Sorry for not remembering his name. It just po- it just just popped into my head. But he proposed a, a flat tax rate. He was a big proponent of the flat tax, yep. and I remember people th- treated him like he was a joke. Yeah. I don't think he's a joke at all. No. I think that's a, a phenomenal idea. But um, and, but then again, it's like, all right, well, who who is treating him like a joke? Was it the mainstream media that that peddled this? Uh, this is a joke, and and I think it's a good segue into how the media the media is how uh, how they are treating Bernie Sanders. Now, look, fake news. This is not <laughs> this is not us saying you know one way or another sure. where. You know whether we're supporting sure. Bernie, but it's pretty clear and evident yeah. that uh, the the, <clears throat> the CNNs, the NBCs, yeah, MSNBCs of the world, 
irrelevant. They're they're treating him like a joke. Yeah. Yeah. They have written him off. Yeah. Um, And just slightly larger, I am, uh, before the show, we were talking about this, and and I said, uh, I've been been observing this for, for years now. When Donald Trump calls it the fake news, he, he does that for his own purposes, but that doesn't mean that he's completely wrong. Yeah. Corporate, what we call mainstream media, uh, by the way, the, the news network with the highest ratings would be the most mainstream. Isn't that true? Uh, yeah, obviously. That would be Fox News. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would, but, it's by the way. amazing to me, by the way. Yeah. That, that just amazes me that they have the, just, is there that much stupidity in it? Well, yes, there is. Yeah. Yeah. you can't it's uncalculable how much yeah. how stupid people can be yeah it's about I read a great article this morning I think that it was in Politico and they were talking about the cult of Trump hmm. and they were comparing some of what Trump does to the, to what certain cult leaders have done but it with there's some there's a couple of big differences one the cult leaders are able to sway a tiny percentage of a, of a large right. population really tiny numbers the numbers that he sways are much larger than usual. Uh, and the next thing is cult leaders tend not to have longevity over time yep. and exposure, right? right. The, the more time they spend in the limelight, the quicker it all dissolves. And yep. That's also not true of Trump. Um, why? I think sure the, the, the position that he holds. It's exactly. It's, it's, he's president. Right. The mainstream media whatever that is, but the, the mainstream commercial media has its own agenda always. He's not wrong about that. They right. do have their own agenda. Um, he <clears> thinks <throat> they treat him poorly. I think I think he's he's either doesn't admit what he knows or he's too stupid to know that he's in the White House because of CNN, Wall Street Journal, uh, uh, New York Times, Washington Post. Yeah. These The mainstream media, not Fox News, but the mainstream media did as much to put him there and keeps him there yeah. by constantly fucking talking about him. Constantly. And they, <clears throat> for some reason, the collective they are ignoring Bernie. They're still talking about Biden. I yeah. think that Biden's, Biden's star has faded. I this is, I, I don't, I know he's still polling in the 20% yeah. high teens. I just don't see that. Yeah, I don't see it either. This this Ukraine thing, as much as it's is it's really really a problem for Trump, and it could, I don't want to predict because I'm too, just too jaded at this point. But this could be really the demise of the Trump presidency. Yeah. This could be the thing that does it in. Yeah. Or not at all. Right. Who knows? Right. He's, it's crazy. This guy's like a cockroach. Nothing can kill him. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it has hurt Biden. Yeah. It has hurt him badly. Yeah. Even though all of it's, you know, being shown to be untrue, it doesn't matter. It's still right. hurting him. There's right. a stain Absolutely. of it on him. Yeah. Uh, Bernie's heart attack a couple months back has hurt him badly. Um, they were already not taking him very seriously. Right. And that goes back to 2016. Right. Um, what about Warren? How do you feel that she's being treated? I, I wouldn't say... Yeah. favorably or unfavorably. They're being like surprisingly neutral about yeah. her, aren't they? <clears throat> um, I think they're... But but if something were to come out, though, really damning. Mm. That's it. Mm. Like if they found out that she wasn't really part Native American. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've got to break that story out real quick. Uh, but yeah, I have not been able to really... I, I assume it has to do with 
with money at the end of the day as to why, yeah. as to why commercial media is not um, in favor of this. But but I ju- of of Bernie, I, I but I just yeah, I don't know. There's nothing that's screaming. You know, this yeah. is why. I don't know why. When you look at the policies, if you look at Bernie's policies, you look at Elizabeth Warren's policies. I think that, largely speaking, what Elizabeth Warren does brilliantly is take those really progressive far left things that Bernie proposes them, proposes and wraps them in a layer of rationality, yeah, and possibility. Right now, the thing that I'm I'm struggling with is that her, uh, you know, healthcare proposal. It would increase taxes on the middle class, which is fine. Like, like sure. what people don't understand is that uh, it's just like an investment, mm-hmm. right? So you may not need the medical coverage right now up front, right. but just like any other insurance, you're paying into it for an investment. And it's an mm-hmm. investment into the overall country because you can get the preventative health care that's needed. Right. You're, right. You're, you're not racking up the larger right. bills at the end. And the health care system can be funded uh, such that research can continue, so that better treatments, more advanced treatments, more ef- more yeah. efficient treatments can can uh, be invented, and people can profit from them. Um, yeah, you're right. The there's a there's an something that Elizabeth Warren is is clearly not eager to say out loud. Bernie has said, right. by the way, proud of him that your taxes will go up, but they will be more than offset by the reduction in your insurance premiums, which yeah. will evaporate. Yeah. You won't be paying your health care. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of people in the middle class and upper middle class whose health care is subsidized in whole or in part by right. their employer, and that'll change. Yeah. And so, the, but hopefully, you will now, if I'm negotiating with my employer and they're, they're uh, in a group plan and it costs them 800 bucks a month to keep me insured, and they don't have to do that anymore. Right. I'm going to be talking to them about maybe giving me that $800 a month yeah. as compensation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can see why employers are <laughs> not eager yeah. to have this happen either. Yeah. yeah but this is complicated. It's a fund of the, this election, even just the primaries, will yeah. determine a fundamental, potential fundamental shift yeah. in American society yeah. because you talk about just wrecking mm. insurance companies. Oh, yeah. This I'm going to tell you, happens. down the road, I think the most self-destructive thing that the that the Republican Party's ever done is not Donald Trump. Honestly, I think they'll survive him. I think yeah. 10 years from now, American memories are short, and they'll, right. they'll be a Republican Party of sorts, and they'll they'll survive this. But what they, the, the thing that is going to do the most lasting damage to the party was their repeal of Obamacare. Yeah. Because it was, as much as they bitched about it, it was very popular, yeah. and people didn't like it before they had it. Right. Once they had it, they, they loved, loved it. it. They yep. absolutely loved it, and they don't like having it taken away from them. Yep. Only the most rabid uh, Trumpians are, are glad that, that their health care is going to cost more, <laughs> right? or yeah. that they're not going to be able to get health care because they have pre-existing conditions right. and whatever, whatever. But yeah, the, the dismantling of Obamacare was, and the, the individual mandate, yeah. specifically, yeah. is the worst thing they could ever have done to themselves. Yeah. And and I also think, so <clears throat> I'm also perplexed as to why not a lot of people are talking about the environment. Mm. Uh, for for me, I know there's the, the whole thing about um, 
you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. I can't remember how the, you know, they, they all fit together, but, but yeah. Um, (laughs) but I mean, in all reality, I mean, I'm someone who, who fundamentally believes in, um, you know, plastic pollution and profits. Um, and I think that that's really the debate that we need to be having you know, center stage. You know, we got to, you know, we have to get on is that giant floating Island of plastic. Oh. In the Pacific. Dude, you heard about this? Yeah, I have. This? You know what we need to do? Claim it. Yeah. Make it ours. Yeah. And start building condos on it. Brilliant. <laughs> it be a new, the first one we apply for USAID, right? We build a Navy base on it. <laughs> We put up luxury condos. Yeah. Mid- with a Trump Tower. Yep. Gotta have a Trump Tower. Have to. Fuck it. If we can't get rid of it, let's go with it. And and anyone, you know, I'll... I'll <laughs> what are we going to call it? <laughs> I'll take some of those, 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 those despicable infestation, you know, the people that are making up the infestation down yeah. at the border. Oh, those people. Yeah, those, I'll take them. We'll populate with them. And, uh, well, maybe. Um, what are we going to call our island? I don't know, but my hope is Obama land. We we go and we extend ourselves. We latch on to the countries that have all the oil, mm. and we start mining oil. What? And so, not only do we have all these Trump towers and whatnot, right. so we're making money there. But then we'll also have our own side oil company. You know? Oh, like like a long straw. I drink your milkshake. Yeah. yeah that what we're talking? Yeah. About? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We start with Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> I read somewhere recently that Venezuela may have the largest oil reserves on the planet. Really? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Why would the U.S. destabilize? Hmm. The, the, the Venezuela was, has been a socialist country since the 40s or 50s, right? It's been, they didn't export their socialism. The domino theory was not in effect. They didn't export it to the nations around them. The few other uh, communist countries like Nicaragua uh, yeah. and El Salvador that was Cuban inspired not Venezuelan yeah. so they kept to themselves with their brand of socialism they had the resources in in, uh, in the oil and other big, they have certain rare earth minerals are existent in Venezuela that uh, the only other place you can get them is China yeah. or uh, Congo uh, Central Africa so there's all this resource-rich nation, so they could afford to be socialist, right? They, they, they right. had the money to do it. Now, the problem with a South American socialist country is they tend to be a little totalitarian. Just a little. But there's plenty of totalitarian democracies in South yeah. and Central America, too. Yeah. Um, we don't, you know, Pinochet, and, uh, right? Yeah. And the, yeah. Story, the story goes on and I haven't on. I have heard that name in a minute. I know, I know. Like, there's, there's plenty of dictators in South America of every political stripe. Yeah. So, but we had to go and destabilize this socialist nation. And how do we do it? We cut them out of the oil market so yeah. that their, their most valuable asset became valueless to them. If no one will buy what you're selling. Right? And this was done calculated yeah. and intentionally to overthrow the, the socialist government there. Why? Because they wouldn't let U.S. companies come in and do re- resource uh, colonialism. Yeah. Right? Oh, well. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes, look, see, that's just how the cookie crumbles. That's it. Well, so when, we, when we create Obamaland on yep. this plastic island in the, in the Central Pacific, we want to make damn sure that it is, it is a, a capitalist state yep. with a socialistic government, uh, but 
that we we're available to take bribes. Yeah. I quid mean, pro, now I know what we call it. It's quid pro quo. That's the name of our country. Quid pro quo. Oh my gosh. That's it's it's And you, I mean, you know what our major stunning. export will be? Plastic. Plastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I think that we're gonna be coming up on a plastic shortage here and we need Any to day now. We really need to make sure that that doesn't happen. We will re- we'll build a recycling plant on top of our recycled plastic that's made of recycled plastic. Yeah. And <laughs> self-perpetuating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, also, Flint still doesn't have water. No, in Flint, Michigan, still without water because, you know, somebody somebody might make a dime yeah. out there. Like we will here shortly. Yes. Flint, do you need plastic? <laughs> Have plenty for you. We've got tons. We've got tons. You know, someone's gonna, someone is gonna overhear this. And you know what's gonna happen? Some some bitch is gonna do what we're goofing about. You know that, don't you? Makes yeah. sense. It's a good business venture. Why not? Yeah. Why not? It's Mar-a-Lago. Oh my gosh. Oh. Anyway, Elijah, thanks, ma'am. Steve, it's been a pleasure. Always have a good night, buddy. You too. <laughs> Take care. Bye, everybody. <laughs>